You're listening to Manifesting Made Simple with Maddie Rose, the podcast that helps you unleash your innate ability to manifest intentionally. From spiritual boss babes to industry experts and beyond, we'll learn what it really means to manifest with ease. All right, welcome to today's podcast. I'm super excited to introduce you guys to one of my dear friends and also a money witch, which is super exciting. She's money witch, money mindset coach, law of attraction coach. Um, she's just amazing. And I'm super, super grateful to know her and to have her to share with you guys today. And so Catherine, introduce. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so cool. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Me too. Me too. So I would love for you to just start and introduce yourself, tell them about maybe your background and where you are now. All right. So today I'm just self-employed CEO. I have my own coaching business and I do that now for around two years. Like March, 2018 was my last month uh, as uh, in my former job as employee. And yeah, so I don't know, I had, I had a, a normal business way, like uh, I made school, I made, I went to university, I got my, uh, in, in economics, I got my degree and then um, I just started in a company in HR and in sales. But there was always this kind of, there is something more, I mean, I, I already, with um, just 28 or 29, I already earned six figures a year, which is for an employee pretty good. And I had a nice car from the company. So everything was just fine and perfect for everyone. And I felt kind of, yeah, but what's next? Is that, I mean, I did that now for a few years and... And other people just said, well, you can do that. I mean, just be happy, be satisfied. You can do that your whole life in this company. It's just a safe uh, shop. Everything's good. And I felt like, uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was not a real problem, but but there was kind of, no, I'm not satisfied. I'm I'm okay, but... Is it really just about being okay with everything? Um, yeah, so, but then even if there were some people who said, I'm crazy, that's a job that you never quit, that's a super, like everyone would be happy when they have your job. And I just felt like, no, um, I just try it. I go, I do my own business and I did it. And it, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I would say it's very cool. <laughs> okay, so question. What would you tell yourself? Because a lot of our friends listening are maybe 20, maybe 30. You know, they're just maybe thinking, especially now with this whole virus thing that the world's dealing with, they're thinking, hmm, maybe I can reset, push the reset button. What would you tell yourself, knowing what you know now, what would you yeah. tell yourself? Or maybe what do you wish you knew before you came across this information? yeah so I think when you say this information you it's just about this manifestation thing right the law of attraction 
the secret. So for me, it was 2016. So now four years ago when I came, like when I first heard it and listened to it. And it, it's, it's always so funny because many people, when they just tell me oh, they were triggered and it was kind of, what's that? And when I, when I remember, when I heard it, I felt like, oh, I already knew that, sir, that there's more outside. I already, and now they tell it. And now that's what I ever, I, I wasn't, I mean, I was also triggered and there were some paradigms and stuff and old beliefs and, and kind of things about self-worth and self-love and this and that. So I also had my terror barriers and all of that. And I still have, <laughs> but it's, it was more, Thank you. I mean, thanks for this information. Um, and yeah, so I was 30 something. And what I found when I, when I heard about this information, I found, and I think many of you can relate to that, I was super unconscious competent. So many things of that I always did. For example, I always earned more than people in my age. Um, people came to me and said, well, Catherine, I have a job opportunity for you. You could do this or that. And it was a job like sales manager. Uh, all the other sales manager were 40 plus, end of 40, beginning of 50. And I was 27. So, but I just felt, okay, when they say I can do it, then I just do it. I just try. Um, so, what, what I would tell people around 20 or even before 20 or uh, 25 or so, there, there's just nothing that you can't do in your age. There's no, I'm too young. There's no, uh, first I have to learn something else. There's no, first I need, well, I don't say don't go to university. I was in university and it was fun, but just you don't need anything or you don't have to finish university before you start your business. You don't have to um, get a specific uh, coach title or something. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah. So for me, I had the same kind of feeling as well. Like there has to be more than a 40 year career. There has to be more than just working for somebody else. There has to be more than putting in this time just to retire and then live life in your retirement. Like it just seemed so backwards to me. And so if I'm hearing you right, it's really about just not thinking about what you should be doing and what you, what's normal and what's traditional and what you're supposed to do to be quote unquote successful. It's really about asking yourself, what is it that you want to do? What speaks to your spirit? And then following that guide. Yeah. And what is always very helpful to me is that just remember myself, everything is just a belief. Really every sentence, every thought, everything is just a belief. So there are thoughts and sentences and words that are helpful and there are many that are not helpful. But to remember myself, everything is just a belief. For example, I know in America there's a huge belief because reality shows it, right? that when you go to university and you finish university, you definitely are in debt. 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 That's a word that I never get. <laughs> but yeah. So 
<laughs> the good word not to know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good word not to know. That's why I can't spell it. But uh-huh. so that's kind of a belief. But I'm pretty sure that there is at least one person where it's different. And so just don't buy into ideas, not in the not helpful one, buy into ideas that are helpful. So what if it's possible to make university and just have more money than everyone else? Or if you don't want to go to university, what if it's possible that you earn more than anyone else? So it's just about like kind of ideas, kind of beliefs you want to have. And and then you just start doing and, and, and acting on it, on these ideas. And they don't have to be super crazy and, and special because people often think that's also a huge paradigm. They think, okay, I do that, but first I have to have this idea, like the greatest business idea. I have to, to find something new. That's not true. I mean, I'm a business coach and there are thousands of business coaches. But I'm just different. I have a flamingo. Others don't have flamingos. So. <laughs> 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 you have flamingo and we have witchy ways. Yeah. So let's start chatting about our trip to New York. Yeah. I'll let you start if you want to start with how it all transpired because only you know that. How it, well... We were in Toronto, right? We were in a, at a seminar. And uh, then I already planned that after that, I go to New York uh, just to visit. I, I thought, because I'm from Germany, so I thought when I'm in Toronto, it's cool also to take a few days to New York. Um, it's been a while that I've been there, and so I just go back. And then I also combined it with um, the IP day with a client of mine, so it, it was just perfect. And when I was in, so I I just booked the flight from Germany to Toronto and from New York back, I think. But I haven't um, organized the the flight from Toronto to uh, New York yet because I thought it's easier than in just uh, in America. And then I just had the idea, well, let's just go with a private jet. So to myself, I just said, well, I can go. It's just one hour. I can go with a private chat. And then I had a look for all the private chats and I found one that I really, really liked. And, and then I just booked it. And then I think we, we were like after dinner, we were sitting together and um, had a glass of wine. And I was just uh, like, what if you're coming as well? Like you and our other friend Danielle. And so and you were like, uh, are you going? Are you going? Are we going? Are you going? Are you? It was so funny. Um, yeah. And I think then you just decided, let's go. And so one thing that is really pretty cool, because uh, at that time, I already took a private jet, I think, three or four times before. So it was not not the private chat thing was super new to me, but it was a new model, like a bigger and a, a very pretty one, like very modern, very new. This was new. And then when we arrived, I also knew that the universe always has our back because we arrived and I forgot 
to have a visa. You did not have your visa. I was expired. I did not have my visa. And I was so, I was so like, I, I haven't thought about it because I knew that I had one. But it was, we, we went there in September and it was just till August. It was just two weeks or so. So I didn't have a visa. And I mean, usually you, you can't go to US. I mean, maybe Canada's a little bit easier with that, but I don't think so. And US, no way. So good for us that we took a private jet because of, of course, I think they, they even with first class, maybe they, they would just say no way, but there they were just so friendly, so kind. And the other thing was one of the officers when he was in Germany for like in a, how do you call it in, in Germany, in a US department or like in the army, he was like just 50 kilometer next to my hometown. And he was like, oh yeah, your hometown. Yeah, I know that. And this and that, and that. we just talked. That was before we realized that I don't have a visa. <laughs> we just talked about it. But I think all these things just help because we just had kind of a relationship. And I, I, I was not no one. He already wanted to help and felt like, no, she's not a bad girl. She just forgot it kind of, right? <laughs> so... What I did was, because of course there were thoughts in my mind, okay, what happens when you don't have a visa and you can't go, like, do I have to sleep here? Or do I have to go to jail? Or what are they doing with people without, like thoughts of that were in my mind. And so what I did was just what we did, what we always do. I, I thought what I wanted to think and I just saw us because we had a reservation in a very nice restaurant and I just saw us sitting there at 8 p.m. It was 6 p.m. at that time, 6.30, something like that. I just saw us sitting at this restaurant, having dinner, everything's fine. I am in my hotel, everything's fine. I was just thinking about that. And so what happens was that they were very helpful and I just said, okay, just do, just register again and, and then I had to go through this whole process like um, around, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And then they had this registration number they needed and then he called his officer, blah, 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 blah. And in the end we could uh, pass and at 8 p.m. I mean, we arrived at the hotel at 10 to eight or so, kind of 10 minutes before eight. And then the next thing there was kind of a like all the all the biggest leaders of the world were in New York at that time so a lot of traffic and a lot of security in the hotel and a lot of special vibration <laughs> um, and even then some some negative when some negative thoughts came to my mind like oh my god what if there is someone who wants to kill the president like I just flipped it and say, oh, there's a bodyguard in front of my room. I mean, next level, it's already with bodyguard. How cool is that? Um, yeah, and so we were in the restaurant at 8 p.m. We made it on time and we had a fabulous dinner. 
And even better, because we had a reservation for the bistro. Yes. And then we were sitting there and it was a little bit cold and a little bit dark and we just found, well, no, that's not our, that's not what we, no. <laughs> we, we want to go to the restaurant. And usually this restaurant is booked for weeks and months. And we just asked and he said, well, maybe 30 minutes, then you can go in. And we said, okay, let's have another glass of champagne and maybe the first, like the... Table will open up. Yeah, and then yeah. Half, in 30 minutes, we had a table in a restaurant, which is usually booked because it was a two-star, two or three, two-star restaurant, I think. Mm -hmm. And like one of the most beautiful restaurants because it was few to Central Park. And even better, we had not just one table in this restaurant, which usually is booked for weeks and months, but we had a table with you, like in the first row with you to the central park. It was beautiful. And then the whole weekend just ended up working out like that. We were all just in a really magical space and just going yeah. with the flow and just looking for what's good. We had an amazing weekend, but my biggest lesson from that weekend um, was understanding the relationship between money and luxury and earning more money. Yeah. And for people listening, I, you know, I had never gone inside of a Gucci store or Chanel or Prada or Louis Vuitton, nothing ever. And uh, Catherine said, you know, well, if you've, if you've never gone in there, how do you know if you like it? How do you know if that's what you want? And if you don't know that that's what you want, then how does the universe know that you want that? And do you know how much things cost? And what is your relationship with that? So we ended up going into stores. And this was the second time that we went into stores because we did it in Toronto as well. Yeah. So this was my second time. The first time I just looked and observed and kind of was like shocked by the price tags, but just didn't let it affect me. Just was easy with it. Like, oh, this is what it costs. <laughs> and then yeah. in New York, I was able to, I purchased my first Gucci belt, which I think was like 500 US. Yay. And um, it just really taught me that, you know, it helped me understand that if you believe that something is a lot of money or something is expensive, then that puts it outside of you. It's, it's not something that you have. It's outside of you. It's not a part of you. And so, yeah. Catherine, talk a little bit, because I know you love shopping. <laughs> talk <laughs> a little bit about your relationship with this whole money and shopping experience and how it's helped you. Um, yeah, you can earn more money. Well, the thing is, that's something that I just found out um, and learned over time because in my, like, nothing happens per accident. Everything's just perfect, like perfectly in harmony with what you, what you are dreaming of and even if you think it's not working at the moment it's already working so when I had my former job as an employee uh, as a sales manager we were often in nice hotels for example we had a lot of conferences a lot of uh, seminars and stuff like that and so I um, I learned how to behave in this environment because it was not normal for me i'm just uh, one of three children from a normal family like not we were not uh we were not poor but we were also not super rich so just just like a normal family and 
So all these shops, all these um, restaurants, all these hotels were not, not, I was not used to it. And, but with this job, I became used to it, like on, from the hotel side with spa and treating myself. And even when I was, because I traveled a lot for, for, to clients. And so I could just decide which hotel I like. And so I, I was just kind of, okay, I like nice places, maybe with a pool, maybe with a spa, things like that. So, um, and then when I started my business, I also had mentors and it was all about the money shoe, like expanding your money mindset. Because if you want to grow a business or even if you just want to grow your life, you have to think outside your comfort zone and think bigger. And for myself and even with clients, what I found was that often we have such a huge barrier just to go inside these hotels and these shops because it's kind of, in our mind, we say it's for them. Like, who is them? But we just say it's for them. And the funny thing was when I, as a sales manager, um, as I said, I already earned six figures a year, which is a big goal for many people. And there, there was one moment where I thought, okay, now I'm earning six figures, but I can't imagine that I can afford like my whole wardrobe in expensive brands. So how much does someone has to earn that they can afford it? Because there are people who are from head to toe in Gucci, Gucci. Prada, even, <laughs> even Tommy Hilfiger or something mm -hmm. like that. I mean, when you are, uh, or Chanel. So I just thought, uh, what do you have to earn to like live like that? And when you ask it's given, so the, the universe is giving me still answers to this question. Um, <laughs> Because then I myself just started, okay, I want a real handbag, like in sense of a, a brand. And then the first one was just uh, in sale. And the next one was in a real shop, but from borrowed money because I borrowed money for a seminar. And on my way back, I paid with the borrowed money, one new handbag, and the upgrade to a business class flight <laughs> without knowing how to pay it back. But the week after, I just had the money because I made a new decision. I just said yes, and I just followed intuition. So then the next one was in, in, another, in another store. And I think also what you imagined, because your first, your first um, I mean, you started with a very special uh, shopping experience because it was a kind of a private shopping with a private um, um, fitting room just for us with snacks and drinks and cupcakes and with I think three people just working for us and bringing things and so and like even without buying anything but wherever you are I mean not in this maybe not this week but maybe next week Go to Rodeo Drive, go to Fifth Avenue, go to wherever you are and just treat yourself. Like ask the person who is uh, working there, try a dress. I had one experience with a client of us 
uh, she felt super sick when I said we go to Louis Vuitton. She didn't want to go there. And then she was the first one who tried a dress and felt in love and felt good with this dress. She didn't buy it on that day, but a few weeks later, but it already raised her income. So even before buying something, just with feeling more comfortable in this surrounding and, and being okay with it, because it's not just about the money part and that we feel comfortable and worthy about the, the prices. The other thing is that especially when it comes to fashion and it comes to um, trying things on, it's also related to do I like my body? Do I like my hair, my face, my whatever? And then when we are there with other uh, friends and girls, sometimes uh, we compare each other and stuff. And so it also helps with this self-worth and self-love thing. And for earning money, you need both. You need the feeling worthy about money, but you're like, when do you feel worthy about money? When you feel worthy just about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for people who are earning maybe, you know, if until today they're earning maybe not enough to buy a Louis Vuitton bag or Gucci belts or anything like that. What do you say for them? For like, where do they start? What is a, what is a good place for them to start? So one good place, like the first place always is you just have to say you like it. You don't have to know how. Mm -hmm. You just stop saying it's for others. It's for them. I don't need it. I don't want it. Many people tell their, themselves that they don't want it, but the truth about it is they don't feel worthy. They don't have an idea how. So the first thing is just, okay, when everything's possible, I like it. So how? Then the next step can be without buying something, going there. Going there looking around, trying something, feeling comfortable there and, and really stay in this shop or go as often as you need to go there, go there always and over and over again until you feel more comfortable with this surrounding. And um, so the other thing is you don't have to know how. So you can look for handbags, you can look for dresses, you can look for shoes, you can try something on and you can say, I like that. And then what can happen? It can happen that you find something in sale. You can find uh, maybe someone gives you a present. Um, I always remember the, the film uh, Sex in the City mm -hmm. where the assistant of uh, Carrie Bradshaw has this borrowed handbags and then one day Carrie gives her her first own handbag so you never know what happens right you you and you don't have to know how you just have to say what you want and you have to stop saying what you don't want mm. I remember the first time we went in there in Toronto we were walking around and I remember I was thinking to myself, how do these people shop? 
<laughs> How do they look at the clothes? Do they try them on? Do they put them in their hands? Do they not? Do yeah. They I'm like, how do these people that buy these clothes, how do they shop? How do they act in the stores? And yeah. I felt so, the first time, you know, I felt so like out of place. I remember I tried on a Gucci, Gucci sweater and I didn't even like it, but it just, it was the fact that it was Gucci. And I was just like, oh my God, this is like a, you know, $3,000 sweater. You know, yeah. how do I handle it? How do I try it on kind of thing? So it was really interesting. And then, you know, just a week later, we were in New York and we had that experience and I purchased my first item. And then now it's just, it's become normal. It's become easy. I don't think about walking in the stores. I just, you know, and there's no hard relationship with, oh, like, oh, I have to go in the store and oh my God, are they looking at me? And what is that? you know, there's no more of that internal chatter. It's just, it's normal. And because it's normal, your subconscious says, okay, this is normal for us. We normally buy these things. So we must earn more money. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just this big barrier that you, you stop thinking that um, these shops, these shops are just for other people. Yeah. And also what you said, because I feel the same and our clients feel the same, like, okay, what do I have to is something different here? Do they like if if you have letters here that say I I'm the first time here? I don't know how it works, right? I mean, it's just a shop. You go in there, you say what you like, you try something. And the funny thing is, you would go everywhere and you would never buy something without trying it first and see if it fits and see if you like it. But in these shops, some people think like. I can't ask and try it because then I have to take it. No, you can say no. You can just try things on and then you say, no, thank you. I didn't like it. Yeah. And even still without buying anything, if you just do that, it doesn't cost you any money. But with doing that and feeling comfortable with that and going to, some, to a store like that, asking for help, asking for, can I see this? Can I see that? Can you bring me this? Can I try that? And then you say, no, thank you. Today, I didn't like anything. Even this, if you say today, I didn't like anything, you tell your subconscious, oh, we go always here. But today we don't like anything. Maybe next time, right? And you just, it doesn't matter what they think. And maybe they, yeah, maybe they know, oh, that's, one of these girls it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it just matters what you're telling yourself in your relationship with the thoughts that you're thinking around the situation yeah yeah and what also like you said something else which is very important because often we just don't know what it costs mm. yeah for I example i didn't know what a business class flight costs mm -hmm. i didn't know what a private jet costs mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't know it was out of my mindset, out of my frame of mind, out of my awareness. Mm. And so the first step, even without paying anything, so it doesn't cost you still, every advice we give here, it, it still doesn't cost you anything. So the first thing is look on price tags. So that's funny because sometimes we also say stop looking on price tags so because 
often we go through life and we first look on price tags and, and decide after the price tag if we like it or not. So that's when we say stop look at, looking at price tags, just go through the world and say, I like this, I like that, I like this, I like that. And then make a decision you like it and then the money will come. But on the other hand, start looking on price tags to just um, to just see, oh, okay, maybe the first time it's, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> but sometimes you're also surprised and you say, oh, for example, uh, business class flights. I was like, oh, I thought they are more expensive. I went into, we were in uh, LA at Rodeo Drive and we went into Versace and I picked up a pair of sunglasses and I really loved them and I wanted them. And in my mind, I was like, you know, these are probably like 3000 something and they were 200 US. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, we got these. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so true. You have this perception built in your mind about what things cost and what's too much or too little and blah, blah, blah. And so it really is about getting comfortable with what things cost, but at the same time, not basing your decision off of what they cost. Yeah. And that's also a next like advice I would give. Just start with something because there are things, even from brands that you can afford today. So what I did first was finding things in sales. And that's okay. For a, for a specific time, it's okay. So there is a time where I wouldn't recommend it and that's a time where you want to raise your mindset Then I wouldn't go to, um, to, to focus too much on sales. Um, so today I can buy everything. I can buy sales and not. It, it doesn't affect my money mindset, right? But there was a time where I um, avoided sales. So... But to start, because what happens is that you just, you, maybe it's just one piece, one pair of sunglasses, one belt, one handbag. I would take, the first thing I would take is something that you can use for every outfit that you can wear always, <laughs> or also um, a purse. Is it purse for the money? Yeah. Yeah. Wallet? Wallet, yeah. Because that's something you, you use every day and it's every day in your mind. You see it every day and, and your subconscious mind sees, oh, okay. Ah, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal. This is normal. And yeah, so for me, for example, handbags was one thing where I raised my mindset. The first one was in sales and I think it was 400 euros. So the next one was not sales and was 900 euros. And then it started that I had handbag gold. So one, for example, was always a Chanel, or then it was Fendi, or then it was that. And so then it went up to, I don't really know my, my most expensive, I think it's around kind of 3,000, 4,000 euros. So there are more expensive ones. There are handbags for... 10,000, 20,000, uh, 30, 40,000 when we come to Hermes, like the uh, Kelly and Birkin bag that you can't even just buy, even if you have the money, because you, you have to find worldwide, you have to know the rules about buying a handbag like that. So that, that's also kind of marketing, but um, you just start somewhere. 
And then what happens is that your money mindset and your relation, your, your frame of money changes. As you said, when you know there are handbags for 5,000 or dresses or uh, just sweaters for 3,000, and then you find one from a brand for 800, you say, oh, uh-huh. And then you buy it. <laughs> you buy it or you just, it, it just starts with interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like without telling yourself that's expensive and cheap, you just start, you just start saying it just is. It's just a price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this applies to everything, right? Not just shopping and money, although this is a beautiful way to strengthen your relationship with money. Um, but it applies to anything that you want. At first, it starts off as an idea that's new and it's maybe like, ah, or how is this going to happen? Or, oh my goodness, I don't know. I've never done this before. It's scary or terror barrier. And then you just kind of be easy with it and you entertain it and you start saying, okay, I don't know now. Maybe I haven't had it until now, but I want this and I like this and I don't need to know how it's going to come to me. I don't need to know how or what I need to do. I just need to know that I want it and that it's coming. And so yeah. talk a little bit about, because a lot of people listening, maybe this is their first time hearing about the secret or law of attraction or magnetism or um, about money mindset at all. And so what are some things that they can do to start strengthening their, maybe to start, to start having a shift to getting more of the results that they want using manifestation? Yeah. I mean, maybe one very practical thing in a time like that, because so when you um, when you start believing in this, and the thing is, you can believe it or not, it still works. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend to believe it <laughs> and just like work with it that it doesn't work against you because it always works. So. Um, Many people at the moment are caught in the thought of there is something that happens to this world. There's something that we have to be afraid of. There's something not so nice. There's something, I mean, people would use other words than I use, but that's already because I am very, like, make every word count because your subconscious mind hears everything. So I try to avoid very negative words, right? And um, even words that at the moment are in the news and so. So I don't watch news anymore. I don't watch news. I don't read newspaper. I don't listen to the radio. I don't, I don't um, have this information. Um, so everything we believe is true. Everything we focus on is true for us and we will attract more and now in these days now in this time many people start at a point where they say okay i just don't want to get sick or some people also say something like i don't want to die or so i don't know what because they are already crazy about news and people who make uh, like who just share fear and things like that and the thing is to say well okay wait a moment what do i want to focus on what do i want to believe and even if the rest of the world because 
that's a that's a nice that's the most beautiful time to start with that because you can really train even when the rest of the world says something different and even when the rest because almost the rest of the world thinks something different even when the rest of the world thinks something different i just need some battery slow so i decide what i want to think and i decide what i want to believe and i for example believe that everything's fine you just focus on things you have and things that are and at the moment for example maybe you watch this or you listen to this and you are in your home like everything's fine you are just at home and it's okay so now maybe you, at the moment maybe you lost your job but in this very single moment you are breathing you are maybe sitting there and i mean you're not dead it's just it just is you have every opportunity to change something and to reach something new right um so it's a it's a beautiful time to to strengthen your mindset to strengthen the thoughts that you want to very really choose thoughts because many people don't think mm -hmm. they just repeat things that happen on the outside in the inside but what we mean with thinking is that we really think what we want that we decide no matter what happens on the outside i decide what i want to think and then my world changes and also the world for the people around me and around me and around me so start to think what you want start to focus on things you have and things you want don't start with i don't want to get sick start with i'm happy and grateful that i'm 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 healthy i'm happy I'm rich, I'm wealthy, I'm good. Um, I, I'm happy and grateful that I know what I want for all the people that think they don't know what they want. I was there. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I always say my first goal was to find out what I want. <laughs> yeah, and the truth is you cannot just ask the universe for your new handbag. You can ask the universe for what do I want? Tell me what I want. I want to know what I want. I'm so happy and grateful that I know what I want. What do I want? I know every day more what I want. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Miss Catherine. So if someone's listening and they're like, oh my goodness, I need to know who this flamingo, which amazing <laughs> mindset is. The whole power. <laughs> How do they find you? How do you find us? So at the moment, most of our things are in German, but we're working on that. And what I really like is that Google gives us a lot of translation opportunities. Mm. So everything you find in German on the website and also on Facebook, Facebook and Google translated for you. So that's pretty cool. So the first address you can find me is um, misssmarthead.com. So misssmarthead.com. I'll link them all. Yeah, cool. Thank you. And then from there, um, you find our newsletter. From there, you find a Facebook group. And there's also an English Facebook group. Um, like, just look for Miss Smart Hit Community. And then there's a German and an English version. And you can, I mean, you're welcome in both because Facebook translates it for you. 
Awesome. Well, I will. So I'm very happy and grateful for Google and Facebook. And that's where it starts, right? You really just, because when I first heard all of that, and I think that's what happens to many people, they are just looking for big things that they can be grateful for. Like, okay, today nothing special happened, so what should I be grateful for? Mm. And that's not where, what we're talking about. Because, But I didn't understand that for a very long time. It's more that, like, I'm happy and grateful just that we are talking right now. I'm happy and grateful that the sun is shining. Is the sun shining on many days? Yes, but I'm always happy and grateful for that. So I'm happy and grateful when it's raining. I'm happy and grateful. Um, I mean, it's, it's really to, to, to train your thoughts that it becomes a real attitude of gratitude. Mm. And, but a good start can be that you just write down in the morning and in the evening three or five things that you're grateful for. And even if nothing special, like big, happen, um, just take, we take many things for granted. And because Facebook translates it always, Google translates it always. Mm -hmm. But what if you just realize and say, wow, that's, that's cool. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Mr. Uh, Zuckerberg, right? And maybe, I mean, I, I don't want to get too deep into politics and things like that, but I think it's, it's a very, very important in these days. So don't judge the government and don't judge people who make decisions at the moment because it's a situation, they have never been in a situation like that. They also, they're just human beings. They are just human and like, what do you want to believe? So I don't want to believe that they want to make bad decisions. I want to believe that everyone from their point of view, they are making good decisions. And just be grateful for them because energy goes where the folk, like, like uh, energy flows where the focus goes. And um, when you are focused on they are blah, 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 and they, they make bad decisions and what are, are they stupid, blah, blah, um, then that's your reality. But if you start being grateful for, I'm happy that they make the job and I don't have to do it, for example. That could be a good one, right? <laughs> I'm happy that I don't have to take care of all of that. I'm happy that I'm just at home. <laughs> So, yeah, start with things like, start with little things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you greatly. I am so happy and grateful now that I have you. Um, so thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I know whoever listens to this will as well. And yeah. Thank you so much. And do what Maddie says. She knows <laughs> it because she just, I mean, what happened after the Gucci belt is just... <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode on Manifesting Made Simple with Maddie Rose. If today's episode rang true for you, I only ask one thing. Please screenshot, tag, and share your biggest aha moment with me on Instagram. I can't wait to hear. Until next time, hold your head, thoughts, and vibrations high.